Thanks for joining us. Maddie, back I'm from back. injury. <laughs> No, <laughs> 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 oh, well, that's fucking to be <laughs> to, <laughs> to be, be determined. determined at this stage, <laughs> depending upon what you give this. If you give this fucking snake eyes, it's clear there's a brain injury involved. Uh, and also, yeah, we we had some medical issues, Jared. You had some medical issues at this film as well. Yeah, possibly caused by the film. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, fuck how you had a heart attack during this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, as we kind of, you know, as we mentioned to you just before we started recording, uh, Maddie happened to be with me while I was getting hooked up for an ECG, and the ladies were making, so the nurses and the, the doctor were making small talk and said, oh, we love Indiana Jones. And I, we kind of both said at the same time, well, we're pretty sure the movie didn't cause any heart issues because she was pretty fucking sluggish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was sluggish, all right. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just jump straight into what we've been watching, Maddie. I mean, you haven't been around for a while, but what? I've got a, anything I've got, key? You've got give us some key stuff. I watched, I've been watching. I'm into the fifth season of Alone. Oh yeah, US Alone, which I love at the moment. That stuff's the, um, interesting shit, I believe. It is entertainment. You've got different reactions to the exact same thing. One guy will put an arrow through a squirrel, and he'll be crying for joy, and the other one will be crying because they've hurt an animal. <laughs> They all come in overconfident with their skills <laughs> and they all get defeated and shattered and it's entertaining. It's really oh, yeah. entertaining. The, um, the, for such a simple con, con, like concept, yep. uh, I'm really happy watching that. Good. I went and saw Renfield. What it, was that like? It was great. It was really... That was right in my wheelhouse of comedy and action and very well played. Lots of... I had some belly laughs in there. I really enjoyed That's that. That's good. That's worth a look. I watched uh, Staying on, on Nick Cage. I watched Willy's Wonderland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like Five Nights at Freddy's, isn't it? Yeah, you have him battling robots. And yeah. He's been pretty much commissioned to be the janitor in the place and ends up tearing the whole place apart. It's very simple. He doesn't speak a word in it. Huh? Which, um... But... As we said, I had a chat with Jad about it. He's, he makes love to the pinball machine. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Cracks a couple of energy drinks and gets sucked right into it. Uh, I watched, uh, I watched um, <laughs> Season of the Witch again, Nick Cage. Oh, shit. Yeah. You were on Nick, Nick like, Cage tear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, didn't mind that. That was not too bad. It was. That was right near the end of his, into his um, money problems era. Yeah. Well, he started fucking doing everything. It's mm. a bit, it's a bit loose, but it's got some good parts to it and pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the, the Last Man on Earth. I watched the whole four seasons of that. Okay, Will Forte, was oh, yes, pretty yes. good. They left it on a cliffhanger and then it didn't get picked up for a fifth oh, season. That no. uh, it was getting a bit tired, to be fair. So I don't blame them. Mm. I got stuck right into From. On stand, if you oh yes, yes, yes. I've seen. I haven't seen it, but I've Which seen is, it being advertised. I think you would love it. It's got very Kingish, very, very Stephen Kingy. It's like uh, sort of zombies, and there's some existential stuff in there, and it even taps into life on Mars. If you've ever seen that, I have shows. seen that. Yeah. yeah, so that's um, it's got some good stuff in it. Do you think King's looking for a cut? Oh, look, he he's reached out. King's reached out to producers. <laughs> he endorsed it. He endorsed it on Twitter. He yeah, said yeah, this yeah, is yeah, definitely yeah, worth watching. King can afford to say, yeah, look, I'll cut you some slack. I just need a small slice. <laughs> 2%. Because I'm currently, I'm currently feasting on about 58 pies. So. <laughs> it can just be a small slice if you like. But I need a slice. Well, as we said the other day, after you watched the dreadful Children of the Corn remake... King wipes his ass with the children to call money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I said to you, that, that, that's covering his Uber Eats bill for the, for the week. 
<laughs> until the next remake comes in, he thinks, shit, I, I can order out again. <laughs> so what else you got? Um, Community, been watching a bit of that. Oh, yeah? Good for a laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, number 23 with uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a real that. weird was, sort of picture. Yeah, isn't it? it is a bit odd. I, it, I think it sort of comes back around to where you'd expect it to, but very well acted and pretty mm-hmm. entertaining. I went back to the, see the 1986 Transformers twice with my kids. Oh, <laughs> good uh, yeah. animated one. Yeah, absolutely. I the, believe that was pretty good, wasn't it? It is. It is. It still holds up in my. I don't know. I've, I'm definitely jaded with how much. I well, love it. Christ! I mean, Quite it can't healthy. be. It cannot be worse than some of the poops that they put out. Well, I, it's the benchmark for Transformers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the um, my kid was waiting for Dare to Be Stupid to come on, <laughs> and was like getting angry because. <laughs> but um, yeah, love it. Love it. Absolutely love it, and still a still uh, an emotional tug when. Oh yes, yes, I remember. That's that. a part of everyone's childhood. Emotional. Lucky Hank. Lucky Hank, which is um, is that um, Bob Odenkirk? Odenkirk, yeah. yeah. It's a bit of drama there. It's uh-huh. Very good, very funny. He plays it perfectly. He's really good in it. Gerald's Game. I went back and watched it what again because I initially wasn't in the mood when I first saw it, and I enjoyed it a lot more the second. Yeah, time. it is quite good actually. Yeah, not not too horrible. I went back to Sweet Tooth, the second season, Sweet which is tooth. which is the one where the kids get uh, they sort of they've got animal powers. They're sort of morphed, the genetic mm. morphs with animals, and animal. um, they're hunted. There's basically there's a whole side plot of they're basically getting built as an antidote to a, a virus that's going around. So it's a bit of a survival thing. I sort of tuned out of that one a little bit. Mm. Beef. I heard Beef's good. I yeah, if you that. haven't seen it, definitely get onto that. Eight episodes and. Like it's full of laughs. It's really well played as well. John Mulaney's comedy, Baby J, where he's pretty much just talking about being on drugs the whole time. <laughs> and Nick Brennan, who is Chappelle's writing partner. Oh yeah. I watched his stand up as well, which wasn't too bad. And then some obviously some basketball stuff is always going to fit in there. Bill Russell, Doco, and yeah, a couple of. I want to watch that actually. I yeah, haven't checked that out. Yeah, so that's that's sort of a year's work. Pretty good numbers there, pretty good stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll do mine quickly because it was pretty quick. I watched the full season of Catching Killers, season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I might have touched on it last episode. I mean, there's one in particular about the bombing of uh, the Atlanta Olympics. They fucking gloss over Richard Jewell almost totally. Mm-hmm. They, they, in fact, one of the FBI guys goes, oh, jeez, it was really tough. And I'm thinking, you fucked that guy's life. Yeah. Don't tell me about how tough it was. Mm-hmm. You screwed that guy. He ended up, I believe he killed himself or he had a heart attack or something. He never, he never quite got back over the whole thing. He mm-hmm. never got his life in order after it. So I thought that was fucking bullshit for starters. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about the investigation and basically it all comes down to a bit of luck. It's got really nothing to do with much real investigation. So I was kind of like, this is bullshit. This is boring. Mm. So I found the season a bit kind of bad. You know, once again, Netflix kind of going off and just not not finding the right stuff. Mm. I watched Jared from Subway, Catching a Monster. Now that guy, the third episode was fucking horrendous. (laughs) And he he was bad, but his fucking buddy was awful. Mm. Like a subhuman, that motherfucker. Muscles and Mayhem. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Look, it was good stuff. It was perhaps not quite as 
I guess, salacious as I was hoping it was going to be. <laughs> she was a bit kind of... Is this one about wrestling? No, it was about um, American Radiators. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of it was piss funny, and I, know, I must admit, the first episode of the pilot, they shot in the fucking... Pilot in the horse stable. Horse stable. <laughs> 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 the pilot horse shit everywhere. Horse shit everywhere. <laughs> that was, you know, some of those stories were really funny, mm. but I felt like it was kind of perhaps too long. Yeah, it, again, the Netflix bloat problem. Yeah, four was episodes when you four didn't episodes, need it. Uh, three episodes would have done it nicely. Yeah, yeah. Three, maybe, you know, they did what? Four. Or two they did longer four, ones. They did five, what was it? It was about 45-ish. Yeah. Half an hour to 45-ish. I reckon you, you, three 45-minute episodes you probably, could have, probably could have done it. Yeah. But it didn't even mention the stuff about the <laughs> creator. Yeah. Possibly pinching the idea. Yeah, he was, he was totally cut out of it. it was I mean, there was mention that he... You got a few kind of comments that insinuated the bloke was a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. The other was... doco was entirely about him and possibly pinching the idea and whatever. And the other funny thing is they talk about Malibu. I don't know if you mentioned it. You got a couple of words on Malibu in there. He's he's a massive part of the other doco. Is he? Even though he was only on it for 12 episodes or whatever, he sits down and has a chat on that one and they follow him, you know, get a bit of a look at what he was doing. Post? Post. What he's doing now. But it also, it was in like some sort of meeting attempting to crush a beer can and didn't get it done. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, but yeah, he I'll tell you pretty, the one bit that I found a bit strange. Himself too. The, the one bit I found a bit strange was about the, the dirtiest competitor. That whole oh, yeah. thing was just crap. That and then, like, seemed like a bit of a lunatic. And, he fucking, and he's like, oh, um, oh, yeah, things turned out really well for me. I started smuggling people across the <laughs> fucking border. I must say, like, he, I was like, I beg your pardon. He was gone <laughs> out of the story. And then they just bring you back and quick, where are they now? Shit, like, quick, where are they now? I, I, smuggled, I smuggled people and went to prison for... But then when I was in prison, they remembered me from Gladiators and it stopped me getting shanked by somebody. I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. why is this in here? <laughs> Could you imagine that in prison? Like, no. Stop. Yeah. Do not bum rape. <laughs> Have you seen him with a padded bow stuff? <laughs> he was also, you could tell, you could tell. He was, yeah. Yeah. If, if you, you try to show him this hour, he fucking hits you with a padded yeah. stuff. Someone comes to attack him and he comes charging out in a rolling steel ball. <laughs> <laughs> Expert crawl. Expert arm crawl. But the funny thing was, like, you could tell he had a couple of screws loose on the show when they show the couple of clips. Yeah. You show him fucking throw an elbow out just about bust someone's nose and they talk to him and he's like, oh, look, I didn't mean to do it, but if I did, I really apologise. And then he does it again. He's a fucking idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> but so, the, I think the, the I think the best scenario would have been folding a little bit of the ESPN stuff into that one. Yeah. Because they would have worked really well together. It would have filled the time that was missed. Like, they had, you know, they talked about the competitors. They talked to him. On the other doco, they talked to some fella called Two Scoops. Who fucking <laughs> apparently won the thing like three or four times. Two Scoops? He was one of the competitors. Like, oh, so he two was... Scoops came in, but he fucking won it like three or four times. So by the end of it, Two Scoops was more popular than some of the gladiators. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Come on. And look, there is no doubt that some of them were on the gear. Oh, I mean, fuck. Man. There's one woman called... Is it? Was it Ice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know, she was she, a... She a, said a, she wasn't on her own. No, I don't, I don't know whether she actually didn't 
didn't admit to it. Yeah, yeah. But they show her at the start, and look, she was athletic, mm. but there's a shot in the third season. Fuck, she looks like Arnie. Yeah. They're all... I mean, I'm just like, holy shit. They talked to, I think, on the other doco, mm. the, the couple of the guys there, because there was a couple of crossovers. Gemini, I think, was in both docos. But then, yeah, they basically they basically mentioned that they were on... Yeah, they were on the gear. Yeah. I mean, the, the main guy they, they covered the a lot of... Yeah, I was jacked up. It wasn't Ice, it was the other girl, like Silk or something. I can't remember what she was <laughs> called. But there's a point where she essentially does the, the Rick Jane. Yeah, I don't have more sense than that. I wasn't telling anyone. So anyway, I was telling Eddie, you know, I'm <laughs> on my feet on couch, basically, you know, saying I didn't do something. Look, then I, I did. did something. Yeah, did, yeah. See, there was a part in there where I'm like, hey, hold on a minute, you just said you didn't do it, but then... <laughs> There was mention of a fucking of a, of a circuit of roids or something. Right? <laughs> oh, that's right. The one that kind of said, "No, I was on, I was on something that oh, yeah, was illegal." Yeah. And oh, I'm like, "Bullshit!" Yeah, I was on this and yeah, yeah, that's right. She says, "Oh no, I never did that." Even now, I was looking at it going, "You, yeah. <laughs> you have been on a course of roids for 25 years." Yeah, horse shit. Look at you. <laughs> I mean, even Artie can fucking admit to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with them saying. Look, of course we were on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and these days I'd be, I'd not, be copying to it straight up. I'd just yeah. be going, of course, look at fucking... Look at me. You know, <laughs> like that. I mean, I'm two-thirds the, the size that I used to be. Exactly, of I'm shrunk. <laughs> As I said, that ice... That you could tell that that really thick muscle, like yeah, on yeah. women, you don't usually see it, especially in the arms. Like, mm. but her fucking bicep, her arm was like that big, mm. and it's like, well, clearly. I mean, don't tell me, don't tell me. Oh, look, I've just, I've been eating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck off, yeah. I was hoping that they would just kind of, you, you, they would run the interview and you'd just hear off camera like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> of course you. <laughs> and the last thing I got to is uh, I, I, I touched on some unheralded Harrison Ford. Oh, here we go. Hollywood Homicide on Netflix. Unheralded or unwatched? Unwatched. <laughs> <laughs> I've checked the box For office. For good reason. <laughs> I've checked the box office. Definitely unwatched. <laughs> um, you know what? It's not great, but it does have a couple of quite humorous moments, and he is very, he's quite good as a, is that sort of comedic shit. Like the harried idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's got his money all fucking co-mingled into half a dozen different things and he's, he's being investigated and, you know, there's a whole sequence where he steals the fucking little girl's bike and starts <laughs> riding up the street looking like an idiot. It's piss, some of that's piss funny. But it's as a whole, as a whole I mean, the fucking thing went for two hours and I was like, this is 90 minutes. <laughs> like, Sorry, Harrison, mate. you get the editor onto this. Well, speaking of bloat, we've talked about the run times these days and, you know, how... James Cameron's in my sights for everything <laughs> happened to me. Mission Impossible's two hours, nearly two hours fifty. Two hours fifty. Fuck, Tom, you've got to jump on more than one cliff to get me in with that. I mean, I can't go three hours without fucking peeing three I times mean, and I'll taking a shit. I'll go to the hospital and I'll have time to get back before the movie finishes. <laughs> It'll be hitting the crescendo, and you'll have another fucking attack. <laughs> And I'll be back. Ah, <laughs> oh, but that was it for me, Jared. So, what okay. do you do you have? Because you obviously went to Muscles and Mayhem. Yeah, obviously that. Uh, we finished off last <laughs> last time I spoke to you on some asylum fair, and I was kind of I think I was probably unkind to the asylum, but I kicked off with another asylum picture, another asylum mockbuster at it. 
which came out came out side by side with the Robocop remake it's called, it's called Android Cop <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh no! Oh, Jesus. I wonder where they got that idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, you should have, do yourself a favour and go and Google Android Cop to see how how they how they put the together Android a Robocop like. costume on the cheap because Android Cop looks like shit. They wisely they wisely just go with basically it's a human skin or like the Terminator kind of setup. Oh, okay. Eventually, it's just a, you know a guy walking around chatting who's a robot, which is. Which is <laughs> <laughs> it's better than their costume. Yeah, but Michael Dwyer White's in it. Let's cut some corners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, he's pretty... Um, not great. It actually had a couple of reasonable ideas. And funnily enough, about 15 minutes in, Ian Roberts shows up. <laughs> oh, bullshit. The football, aren't Oh, no. Is he a henchman? Yeah, he's kind of... Yeah, he's, well, he's not a henchman. He's kind of like a, a just a throwaway villain. In, you know, he's just someone they chat to and then fucking Did, uh, off they go. Sean Garlick. Sean Garlick. Garlick in there this time. Yeah, I couldn't recommend it strongly, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I moved on to Uncle Sam. Oh, yeah, is that on, is that on uh, Tubi? No, I think, well, I think it might actually be on Tubi. I don't know. I, I saw it on Shudder. But Shudder? Yes. Australian Shudder? Yes. Yes. Well, I was in Australia when I was watching it. <laughs> this is why I can't afford the children of the corn remake, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't tell me where they're fucking on. <laughs> if you want to, don't want to get yourself caught. <laughs> I'm not going to speak about this. I watched an Australian shutter. Leave it that. <laughs> Let's just say it was on shutter. That's, that's where it was. That's where it was. <laughs> um, Uncle Sam was. Uh, I think I've seen that because I believe I watched that on video back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not a bad. Is that idea a Larry Cohen? Yes, it is. Fucking hell! <laughs> that bloke made some absolute champagne <laughs> and some absolute shit in his career. Yeah, he was. <laughs> it was flipping a coin. Wasn't, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you didn't know what you were getting. From this one probably falls more in the shit category. <laughs> But it's yeah, it's not a bad idea. It just yeah, it doesn't doesn't really go anywhere. I dipped into a bit of Norris again. Oh yeah, Chucky, Chucky, Invasion USA, Canon Norris. You said that this was peak Norris. Well, from what I've seen, and I mean, let's not let's be very clear. It's fucking dumb as. <laughs> it's very very stupid. But in terms of a little action, a little bit of action work, it's the best I've seen from Chuck. Joseph Zito knows how to handle Joseph Zito stuff. knows how to handle some of the action sequences. He doesn't make Chuck speak very often. <laughs> Good one. Good <laughs> a lot one. of acting. It's just, you know, straight into it. And, Good one, Joseph. You've... I think it might my, my my favorite Norris <laughs> Norris moment ever where he's he's in this little room and he's got this bloke fucking he stabbed his hand into into a desk. And this other guy walks in and tries to get close to him and he kind of whips a leg out or something. And he says to the guy, you take it, you take another step, I'll hit you with so many rights, you'll be begging for a left. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, this is what I need. Yeah, yeah, this, this is Norris, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take Chuck. that from Chuck. But yeah, it's, as I said, very stupid. And it, there's actually less fighting from him. There's less hand-to-hand stuff. Oh, it's just more shooting. and Yeah, yeah but uh, it works pretty well. And the villain's really good. 
I've forgotten his name, but he's the guy that had the scar, scarred face. He he was doing drugs or something and burnt his face, but then ended up doing a lot of B movies and and whatnot afterwards. Not you'd uh, know him. You'd know him. Uh, Richard Lynch. Richard oh yes, Lynch. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So he's kind of got. It's not super visible when you get close-ups. You can see he's a bit scarred around the face and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, he was excellent. He was, he was really doing drugs and it blew up in his face. I believe so. Or he's fucking set himself on fire or something like that. Yeah. I ripped through the indies before yeah, yeah, uh, we yeah. saw Dial of Destiny, so we'll, we'll save that because we're going to talk about all of them. But a bit of doco territory. I watched Fredheads. Oh, about the Nightmare on Elm Street fans. Actually really cool. I liked it because, I mean, if there was a criticism, it focused on the group of people that made it, really and their, their kind of group. But there's some really good stories in there because a couple of them basically, you know, go into how they were fucking really badly bullied and shit like that and how a fandom of something kind of got them through it. Right. I thought Which they were going to say the, the, the interest in a fucking mass murdering child molester <laughs> helped them get through it. I was no, going to no, say, no. well, fellas, I think no, no, we've no. got more things to unwrap. Obviously, just, you know, the fandom, the yeah. enjoyment of the movies. Yes, and agreed. Like and I can see how that would happen. Yeah, and they kind of get to the point where they found each other and, you know, they go into the convention circuit and shit like that. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was really cool. And then I moved on to Wolfman's Got Nards in a similar vein, going into the Monster, Monster Squad, Squad yep. fandom. That one was awesome because they got to chat a lot of chat to Fred Decker and Shane Black. Oh, all right, cool. In amongst everyone else, because <coughs> it's made by Andre Gower. Yeah. He talks to fans and stuff, but he talks to the people that made it too, because he was one of them. So I love it from the perspective of, of them sitting there, including him, going, I thought this thing was, you know, fucking basically dead and buried until 2006 when someone calls me up and says, you want to do a Q&A? and the fucking thing sells out and then they get the DVD release and yeah. now essentially when they get to the movie it's where they're doing like the Alamo draft houses across the states and stuff that's cool so it was really cool and I think you know it's still probably an underseen movie you know, oh look yeah, it, it is a I have a very uh, a soft spot for that mm. I think I think it's uh, it's not as good as Night of the Creeps like I, I think Night of the Fred Decker ones Night of the, Creeps, of the Creeps is better, better like, but I really like Night of the Creeps but, but it that is one's really not cool bad movie. it's not yeah. bad at all I remember watching it as a kid I don't remember, yeah. remember anything from it other than a fart in it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that gets past <laughs> that still gets past now listen listen to you <laughs> you still think is it's there funny the line, is there the line fat guy farted in that yeah or that, something like that yeah 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 there is, there is something like that. They actually talk about him too because he died quite young. Oh, did he? Yeah. So, um, yeah, very good. I would recommend it. You mentioned briefly, but I did dip into again. It's on Charter Adam, but I dipped into Children of the Corn, the oh. new one. Look, a, it's a Children of the Corn movie. B, it was on the shelf for three years. This adds up to my hopes being quite low. (laughs) And they were still probably not met. It's pretty pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But I will say this. Small Town Australia fits very nicely into that King. We mentioned it in Fortress, but it was shot in New South Wales. Was Um, it? Yeah, yeah. So it's just, you know, one of our old acquaintances shows up fairly prominently in there. So, yeah, it's it's just, I don't know. It's It's just... Yeah, they, they kind of... I mean, he who walks behind the rose, all of this sort of shit. If there, was a, if there was something I could pull out of it, the young girl 
that he's basically in the Isaac role is quite good. Okay. The actors all do a reasonable job. A bit of Bruce Spence, of course. Of it can't course, be classic. a movie shot in Australia without Bruce Spence showing well, up somewhere. Is Jack Thompson in it? Jackie Thompson's not there. He wouldn't fucking be seen with 20 kilometres of the fucking <laughs> Yes, he would. These days he would. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not okay. very good at all. I went back to the third Saturday in October. I think I mentioned that where there was... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Part five. I saw the double pack of JB. Yeah. I think I like this one a little better. They try to go with a little bit of a Loomis and, and someone else in there. They go with these really weird sort of angles to fill in the characters outside of the slasher fair. Like this one, they had the group of people and they... they I don't know for what fucking reason. I don't know whether someone making it thought it would be funny or whatever, but they constantly break out into like meowing at each other. And I'm just sitting there going, why? What are we doing here? Like, this is just, it's a waste of time. Like, So you get that in amongst the, the tribute to Slashers stuff that right, works okay. kind of well. Again, <laughs> couldn't strongly recommend it. No. Adam, I finally dipped back into the, na- the Naked Gun. I watched the first one. <laughs> Fucking classic. <laughs> Just absolutely. No, I classic. still get. I laugh. I smile every time I think of fucking Frank Trevor. And, <laughs> yeah. and I always think of that those sequences that, like, where she's going through his, his fridge. That couldn't have been that long, and then he fucking opens it, and as you said, she's chatting away, and he sort of goes cross-eyed and falls over. And then, you know, the capper on that is when she leaves, he goes, you sure you won't have something to eat? <laughs> the guy was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant at that. That um, deadpan sort of bullshit. Yeah. And again, the the, the sequence where he's looking in the microscope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other eye, Frank, the open one. <laughs> and then he starts winding it in and then you just hear... <laughs> but yeah, it's still oh, so fuck. good. Like the, the, the baseball sequence is classic. I mean, the parts where you just see how funny Leslie Nielsen what. what like was were something like when he goes into the bathroom with his microphone still on and you're like oh well, this is a pretty obvious gag but the laughs they ring out of it and him kind of there going running on the spot in the and then it cuts out and the face of the woman outside and then she's like well and you hear him go launch into it again and then drop his gun I was just like this just absolute genius. So yeah, I'll be very, I'll be very quickly jumping into the two or three. Sequels, yeah. Got to a couple of, couple of older slashes. One I'd seen, one I hadn't. Mm-hmm. Dead and buried. Oh yeah, Man, that's good. Dead and buried. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's a really, it's a really nifty little concept. I think it's just a good atmosphere to it. Mm. And then I finally saw popcorn. Yeah, I've seen Popcorn. That yeah. was all right, too. Popcorn was all right. Some of the sequences, like the one, the movies within the movie, yeah. are really cool. Yeah. Including one with Chris, Chris McGlover's dad. Oh, really? <laughs> but, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. <coughs> the Substitute series. I know we'd mentioned that. I watched all four of them. Four of them? <laughs> 
I shouldn't be walking away <laughs> and from, but I wasn't. I like the fact that watching, your immediate response is to fucking laugh. <laughs> well, I'm watching uh, Tom Berenger and Trey Williams pretend to be teachers instead. <laughs> now, Jared, being a teacher yourself, yeah, who pulls it off better as an actual well, teacher? Berenger's fucking hard-ass attitude won't fly anymore. You can't communicate with all the kids like that. Trey Williams is more of a tender touch. <laughs> no, it's, it's so funny because you watch some of the sequences and you're sitting there going, none of these kids are listening to you. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, in every movie, nobody listens to them until they fucking physically assault one of the class. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, shit, I better listen. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's going to work, but you're not going to be coming to school tomorrow. <laughs> I don't care what school you're in. If it's a tough inner city school, you're still not coming to school tomorrow. Um, but yeah, look, you know what they are. The concept is reasonably solid all the way through. And it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's fucking the definition of director video action, action stuff. In the, on that, that time, I once had a principal open up the year by telling us about all these inspiring teachers that the movies were made about. Yeah, she yeah. said, "Don't be that teacher; you'll burn out within five years." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't burn out. Well, as I said to, what about the physical assaulting side of it? Are you allowed to do any of that? Just relax. They'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> I, was, I was texting Adam about it as I went, and I'm like. <sighs> The concept is good, but when Treat Williams, I know he's, I know he's kind of undercover operative and whatever, but when he's been to three schools and uh, a number of them have had deaths, like if he's killed a couple of students, a couple of faculty members, who's checking the references? <laughs> As I said to Adam, yeah, yeah, there was a couple. Of, yeah, he killed a couple of kids and teachers, but other than that, he was a really good guy. <laughs> but you know what? He gets results. Like <laughs> in America, he just moves states. And that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, this, the funniest one was um, part three is based in a college, and it's the college football team that are on the roids and shit and carrying on like dickheads. But it's the classroom still. The classroom's still sitting there like it's the high school, and I'm sitting there going, Motherfucker, I am paying through the ass for this degree. I would like to listen. Yeah, <laughs> Can we get I'll tell you what, if I the whole college class is there going, Football team's carrying on like a bunch of dickheads. We left this in high school, boys. Exactly. But also. Clearly, when you're standing up front and you're talking about how, you know, you sound like fucking the bloke out of Dust or Dawn who's talking about how he killed all those people in fucking Vietnam, <laughs> because that's all you know, yeah. clearly I'm saying, well, what the fuck, what what has this got to do with my degree? Well, that's how Tommy Berenger gets, you know, he, that's how he gets the class. He, he talks about how the hood, you know, it's, oh, it's not a battlefield. I was in Nam, blah, blah, blah. And then the kids there go, oh, yeah, how many people you killed, sir? Oh, yeah, a couple. I'm like... He's, he says something like, I lost count. I'm like, hey, you're yeah, not I'm, talking about this. <laughs> yeah. I've killed 25 Viet Cong and three students. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you're next. You know, bring me that assignment. And one smarter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one asshole who asked me about how many people I'd kill. Yeah, so pretty ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I finished off with... I'm still chipping away at the Phantasm series, so I've, I've finished two and three. And currently, I'm about 20 minutes into four. So it's yeah. starting to get out of hand, I was assume. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a series for me that doesn't vary wildly. 
the quality's fairly steady through what I've seen. There's there's none of them that I would consider a classic. And um, none that you would consider shit. Out. None that I consider shit. I've enjoyed most of them. But as you know, I'm I'm watching it with some with some Joe Bob commentary and. I mean, he's sitting there going, nobody can tell you what's going on in the fucking fantastic movies. I can't tell you what's going on. So he sits there with Reggie Bannister going, let me get this straight. I'm just going to run through the plot of the first film for you. And he fucking sits there for about five minutes and goes point by point. And he's like, Are you, is that where I'm at? And Reggie Bannister's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Like, I couldn't tell you either. That's fucking helpful. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. And that was it. That was it. All right, that's a decent list. All right, let's take a break. Here's the trailer to 2023's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Indiana Jones. Archimedes died. I've been looking for this all of my life. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. This Friday, this is gold. Ancient gold. This final adventure. What's that? Will be his greatest. Come on! This is it. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Ready PG-13. Tickets on sale now. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny from 2023. Directed by James Mangold, who directed Logan. It's produced by Frank Marshall, who produced Raiders of the Lost Ark. Zakara Alui, who produced Inception. Simon Emmanuel, who produced The Batman. And Kathleen Kennedy, who produced Signs. It's written by James Mangold. Jez Butterworth, who wrote Edge of Tomorrow, John Henry Butterworth, who wrote Ford vs. Ferrari, and David Coep, who wrote Jurassic Park. It stars Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Helena, Antonio Banderas as Ronaldo, Karen Allen as Marion, and John Reese davis as Sulla. The budget was $294 million. <laughs> Bloody hell. And How much is that current- age? Must be a lot. Well, and it currently he's quite sits. old, so there's a lot of... <laughs> lot Surely of that's just a, that's yeah, just we've got filter. a D-age, D <laughs> this guy. Yeah. The box office currently is $249 million worldwide. Mm. And I don't think we will get to the budget. Doubt they'll hit 300 uh, Harrison Ford would embark on a 40-mile bike rides and daily walks to get into shape for Indiana Jones. Daily walks. That's where it can go. That's, that's Why? You know, it's a really good use when it's uh, a stuntman with a rubber mask. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yeah, correct. All right. Indiana Jones, the Dial of Destiny. Maddie, what did, were your, was your thoughts uh, on this one? Dialing it in. <laughs> it was um uh, look Harrison Harrison Ford does a good job. He's entertaining. He's, a few of his old man lines are pretty entertaining. Some of the action scenes are very passable. Some of it's a bit drawn out. Pretty much the plot is trash. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's where I stood with two. Two. <laughs> Jared. Yeah, I think uh, Maddie's pretty on the money there there was a, there was a couple of exciting action sequences I really enjoyed the opening mm. the de- even with the de-aging it didn't look too bad in, in parts mm. but yeah once you get into the story like it's just so fucking bland and I, I, I don't think I've ever sat through an Indiana Jones movie and just kind of gone I'm pretty fucking bored and I did it a couple <laughs> of times in this one and it just seems to drag 
the villains are just sort of there. They don't really Always have in the any right sort place. of plan. Like, it's just... <laughs> Nothing he's worked for. Yeah, especially when you've done something like watch... Oh, I love Mads Mikkelsen, and I think he's he's done okay with what he got in there, but they just did, didn't have anything to do, really. So, oh, fuck. Yeah, she was pretty, pretty tough. I think I went to a two and a half because I did enjoy the action sequences when they were there, and I did like particular sequences that dealt with... Indy coming to terms with ageing and, and his place and that sort of thing and, and obviously trying to sort of put that into the, the meta aspects of that about yeah so two and a half I'm with Maddie. I went for two action scenes a couple of them really good the start is genuinely a love letter to the first three mm. and I like that I think that was a nice way to kick it and it was a nice way to cut down on 80-year-old fucking action heroes. You know, like, we kind of got Indy for half an hour where he was young, or younger. Uh, So I appreciated that. It's a step above Crystal Skull, (laughs) in my opinion, but only just. Don't go too early. I don't want to go too early, (laughs) but, yeah. I agree with you, too. The stuff about him ageing, there's a couple of moments that I really liked of that. And I actually think the Helena character, I actually liked her. I actually thought that was a, a nice sort of... Because she was kind of a rogue too, like he like he was. So I felt like kind of like... Mm, it's almost like a little bit of torch passing you could have, you could have gone with there. Um, massively flawed character. But Yeah, massively flawed, but also you just... It's, it was so fucking boring. And you just hang these awesome actors that you got... Several of them just get nothing to do. Nothing. And I'm sorry, two of them in particular, I'm sitting there going, why did you sign up to this? Mm. Like, I'm, on what grounds? It's clear you did it because it's an Indiana Jones movie. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was two. Uh, and, you know, just to, just to, just basically, after weighing it all up, I cannot see why this movie exists. <laughs> I can't. Like, when I came out of it, I was just like, why? Why did, yeah. why did we have to have this? Yeah. We, well, didn't, we did not have to have maybe it. Maybe let's... I think that might uh, go nicely into our discussion point later mm. on. But, yes. Um, yeah, I can see what you're saying. All right, likes. Uh, Harrison Ford was him... I like the uh, the concept of him being the older version of himself... Well, I, I mean, they... I've got to come around to... I'm going to say Indiana Jones, because I've determined after seeing more of the media in this, I don't like Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a real prick. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to say Indiana Jones. But, yeah, he was good. He was, you yeah. know, he's, he's... Look, he knows his way around. He knows his way around. Well. And he's, he is a very good actor. He can pull out those those little sort of cheeky things even at this age he, he does a couple of those cheeky grins and stuff yeah. and you're like yeah that's that's the Harrison of old the, there, the values I'm going to stick it to the Nazis yeah. I mean I wish I hadn't watched interviews and just you know come around to it again that the guy couldn't give two fucks about any of these movies nah. or characters <laughs> all that matters to him is what he's getting paid that's who's, all that matters who's opening up the purse <laughs> yeah and look it's okay I don't mind if you, that's how you want to be but when it's when you're doing press and they're paying $294 million to make this. Just go along with that bullshit, mate. Yeah. Or tell them 
I don't do press. <laughs> yeah, I'll make another movie for you, but I'm not doing the press. I don't spot. do the press. <laughs> so you can fucking send all the others yeah. out there to do the press. It does. It just leaves a bad taste in Like, especially when you see guys like Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. Oh. And like, like, you can't tell me that they don't get the shit sometimes with that. Oh, They do it so much. But they handle it fucking brilliantly. You don't need to be Popovich. Whereas Harrison just... Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. Harrison is the great Popovich of fucking... <laughs> of film actors. Yeah. Of, of fucking Hollywood uh, marketing at this point. Yeah, and look, I know it's a fucking drain. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, don't want, I would not want to be interviewed for eight straight fucking hours and get asked the same stupid fucking questions every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But... Every single person that comes in to ask those stupid fucking questions is going to walk away going, that guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, your job is to glad handle these peanuts. Yeah. I know you're 80, Harrison. We get it. <laughs> Just give us give us a couple of No, minutes. look, you know what? I don't do press. I'm 80. Yeah. I don't yeah, do it. Yeah. Like, you know. I've got planes to catch and fly. So. And we we talked about this with the Flash, and this is a slight side note with regards to that. But Hollywood's got to get better at knowing what, who should be marketing these fucking movies. Yeah, yeah. Like Ezra Miller, you mate, go and take a couple of months break. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Michael Keaton's going to do our press. Well, but that's More the problem. Reason. Keaton didn't do the press. No, I know. Shooting something I know, but that's what I'm saying. Michael, you're going to do press. <laughs> Michael, we need And Michael to says, please. why? And they say, because Ezra's not well. That's when Zaslav gets on the phone with Tom Cruise. He goes, who talks to you? I'm in the shit. I'm in the shit. That's right. Keaton's not here. Can you give me a quote? Can you do something? Yeah, right. Can you pretend you watched it and that it was the best? Oh, and then Tom goes, Tom goes, you know what? I've got some time. I'll do the fucking press for you. All right. You know what? This is the other thing. Tom Cruise, say what you want about the bloke, but his press is he sells his fucking films. He comes across well enough most of the time. Yeah, yeah. He's never somebody that most people are like, Jesus Christ, you can't get anything out yeah. of this guy. Well, I think like I said it to you before. Right? He does yeah. press so well that people forget that Shelley Miscavige is still has been <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You sit there, you're mesmerised by the bloke, and then you're like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> that's right, there's a missing persons case involving around his uh, religious yeah. beliefs. Yeah. But Harrison doesn't do press. Mm. He's 80. I mean, the guy, he's lucky he hasn't fucking pissed himself during the press tour. <laughs> You know what I mean? So let's let's put him on ice and let's flog, you know, some of the younger actors and put a few of them out there, right? I think, yes, the Indiana Jones character, I kind of liked it and I think Mm. that opening sequence is the the jewel of the film. The opening was really cool. I was actually watching that part thinking, well, shit, maybe maybe the, the buzz around the movie isn't in line with what I'm going to be feeling after the movie because this is really enjoyable and this was that was right in line with the Raiders the Lost Ark and stuff yeah. like that it, yep. it sort of fit it if you took that bit out like... and popped it into one of the others yeah. you wouldn't except for one issue I've got with it I like you know the little bits like how he's you know coming and, and telling those 
telling those couple of blokes off and taking yeah. the thing and then turning around they realise there's bullet holes in his shirt yeah. and then he gets in that car and everyone's eating so he grabs a plate and sits <laughs> yeah. down yeah. Like, that's, that was classic classic yeah, indie classic that indie. sort of stuff and that's, like, that, that was cool yeah so I, I actually I thought Helena was a, was a decent was the best of the of the new characters mm-hmm. for me because she felt like a little bit of indie, a little bit off the the block, and that was what they were trying to go with, I guess, because he had worked with her father. Yeah, I think. Look, I put her and Mads Mikkelsen in the same sort of category. I think they both were fine, acting good actors, but both of them were left a little bit wanting by what they were had to do in the movie. Because yeah. um, her, obviously, she gets a bit more time, and there's a couple of moments where she's bonding with Indy and that sort of stuff, but. She goes from basically an international fucking criminal to, oh, well, I, be- I guess I better do the right thing because of you, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> I mean, she's trying to hang the cunt out to dry it now. Fucking 45 minutes into the film. Exactly. You know, like... Let's, let's not... Happy to, happy to leave him there for murder. <laughs> exactly. So she yeah. can get her 10 grand for this... Uh, yeah, for what? But, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I think I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop putting a dislike on every like. Shortly. <laughs> and she look. She has a good chemistry with Harrison Ford too. Yeah, like clearly, <laughs> she managed to fucking get through the hard exterior. <laughs> and find a like find a pulse in there. Yeah. Right. So I gave her some. I I, I felt like that. If a little bit of extra work had been done on what she was like the, what the character actually was in the writing process yeah you might have got a lot more out of it yeah. but, you, but you did get some stuff out of it that I thought was quite good because mm-hmm. she kind of mixed the humour and the action as well as what Indy would yeah she was very capable but yeah again I, I, not to make it a dislike but she is also pretty despicable <laughs> yeah <laughs> I found it hard to believe that Indy could and I guess, through her bullshit story and yeah. I guess Indy never crossed over he was a he was a lovable rogue and he, he skirted the line between doing things a bit dicey yeah but he yeah. never was it just an outright bastard yeah. Yeah. in any of these movies so that was the hard part for it yeah I think there's a absolute you know crossing crossing international borders stealing things <laughs> because it belongs in a museum yeah, yeah well what about the museum of the country that yeah, actually yeah. was I mean you're nicking the Shankara stones you fucking penis <laughs> and, you know if I remember correctly Temple of Doom you know <laughs> there's, there's some ethical issues there mate I can tell you now uh, yes, yeah. there's a really great and I felt the best written part sequence in the film was when him and Sala go to the, the airport and he says, I brought my passport and, you know, I can I can help you, you know. I can't wait to go on. I've always wanted one to continue to go on my last adventure. Yeah. And he's like, it's not an adventure, you know. It's yeah. A, and it was that, that, that coming to terms with we all want to do this forever, but we just can't. Yeah. You know? yes. And I thought it was a really... And I actually think the guy who plays Sala... You know, he shines in that sequence. Speaking of whitewashing, refined English gentleman, Jonathan Reese Davies, still playing an Egyptian <laughs> because we did it back when that's what you did. <laughs> yeah, Egyptians weren't allowed to act in the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, get us the English guy. <laughs> 
Tan him up. <laughs> yeah, let's go. So it's kind of look. I think you're right. That that sequence was awesome, but I did have to giggle because they were still running that out, and he was still, you know, when he gets in there, it was still dialed up to eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, but I, I not I just like that. That we again we were pointing out that Indiana Jones was old. Yeah, well that fit nicely in with one of my biggest likes, and it was a really short sequence, but it was him teaching the class, hmm. and. Basically, it it just goes side by side with Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they're fucking swooning and they're doing all this, and they show this one and, and they people are fucking yawning and sleeping <laughs> on the desk. And they roll in the screen. They roll in the fucking screen. Oh yeah, we're going to the moon. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of sums up. You know, it's trying to talk about the modern audience and and. Yeah reactions to stuff like Crystal Skull and, and nostalgia in general and that sort yeah. of thing. I thought that when they dipped into that sort of stuff it was it was pretty good. And how when she starts engaging in the conversation with him, he starts to fucking get yeah. excited again and yeah. starts pulling out his notes and shit and put and no other pricks listening. Yeah. But yeah. him and her are sort of having this conversation about it. And I thought that was cool. You know, it was just kinda of like touching on he still finds this stuff interesting. Yeah. Somehow. And again, I think, you know, the part where they they go into the, his retirement thing and he's like, oh, thanks for putting up with me for whatever. I think that was might have been a little touch to... That was the Harris crew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> might have been a nod to Harris's reputation as a cranky old prick. The, the crew were like, holy shit, <laughs> dude, this is over. Thank God. Him giving the watch away was pretty funny too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. just drops his <laughs> piss funny. He gives him the, the homeless bloke. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah, take this. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. For a guy who finds value in objects. Yeah, yeah. And so look, I don't know what Harrison's like to work with. He must be all right to work with. Mm. He's just a prick in the press. Because yeah. you don't hear a lot of shit about people going, well, I couldn't actually work with the guy. No. He's a no. pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably still could be. I get the sense that there might be a little bit of that. Still Star Wars people <laughs> still want to hang out with him, right? But, well, he asked to fucking die. <laughs> Just get rid of me. Yeah, but he asked to die back in the first three movies. He asked to die in fucking... He did. He asked to die. Back, I think. But again, like, Doesn't yeah. mean they can't bring you back. But that's time. the thing, right? At least he did that. He's like, look, I'll come back for one more, but I fucking... I can't... I don't care. I don't want to yeah. do this I, anymore. I must die. Don't kill me, please. Like... Um, I can't, I can't people live with just that. associating him with Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, so I think those scenes, there was a handful of them, and I think it did sort of touch over to what did work about the ending. Yes. About talking about, you know, this is fucking yesterday's man, so we're literally going into some spoilers and shit like that, if you haven't seen it yet. Sending him back. You know, go, actually going back in time. I didn't so much have a problem with that aspect of it. No, I thought that was... Trying to talk I actually about. thought it was gr- really cool. Yeah. But they fluffed it. They lost yeah. me. They yeah. fluffed it. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I, I, I felt like that's the way to end. Well, I remember, I think, uh, you know, I said to Maddie after the, after the screening, like, obviously... When they've put Archimedes in the movie and you still didn't like it as a proud Greek man, they've really fucked it up. Yeah, they? Yeah. <laughs> they have fucked it up, yes. We'll get to Archimedes in the dislikes. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't Russell Crowe playing Archimedes. Oh, it should have been, though. It should have been. Indy needed to be... You're hacked to death by the guys from Dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely. This is Sparta and they yeah, fucking yeah. run him through. Like, yeah. Instead of meeting Archimedes. Helena of Troy. Exactly. Instead of meeting Archimedes, he meets fucking Jared Butler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it would have been good if he had gone back in time, tried to sneak in and steal an artifact, and then. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I fucked that up. <laughs> The action scene on the tuk-tuk, the two yeah. tuk-tuks, that was cool. I enjoyed that. I think that was pretty well played. Yeah. Pretty well directed, pretty exciting. Mm. You know, it was as exciting as the movie got. Yes. I mean, your heart rate was fucking racing. That was where my heart was. That, that's when things started to go pear-shaped for me. They got my pulse racing. And I thought, Shit, this is Why am I laughing about you almost fucking carking it in the movies? Why am I laughing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good question. Good question. I like the parade. Yeah. yeah. I thought the stuff in the parade was pretty decent. That was the only time I was like... Jump on a horse. I'm, I'm happy Boyd Holbrook's here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this is the thing. I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to that. Yeah. The only other thing for me, apart from the ending, which I felt that made sense, that they'd Parts gone the back in time were okay. and he, he was going to stay. Yeah. Because, he, as he was saying, I've, I've done this my whole life. And that he is a product of history. And I think that would have actually worked as a way to sort of finish him and see him off. They'd already fucked up the butterfly effect with the aeroplane shooting machine guns and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's look, he's 300 yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, it's a 200 spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> History's fucked for good now. The last thing for me was I kind of like Marion being there at the end. Mm. I thought that was a nice touch. But from everything I read, initially they, she was a much bigger part of it. Yeah. And just got fucking written out. <laughs> the character just got yeah. fucking sliced out of it. And that was it, down to the end. But I thought that was at least a nice touch. A bit like Sala. Like, seeing those two mm. just gave me that little pang of, like, the three original movies. Yeah. While we're on Sala, him yelling out, Go get him, Indiana Jones! Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he's almost getting hit by a car. With a big <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, shit. If you guys get other likes, what else we got? Anything? No, I think we kind of we kind of talked about the the things that I did enjoy about it. I mean, this one's difficult because we all watched this in the cinemas, so we didn't have a lot of notes we, that we could yeah. take. No, so I've got mental notes. I've got mental notes. Yeah, <laughs> your fucking heart was exploding. <laughs> I mean, You've got a list. you got a mental list of fucking people that you're ready to swing like, some arrows at. What I've got is a lot of big of ticket things that I didn't like. Yeah. So I've, going into that. I've got that, a few. I've got a few we can go into. It was far too long. Yeah, like yeah. two hours and 30 minutes, that is 30 minutes longer than the longest Indiana Jones movie, which is Crystal Skull. Mm. But it didn't contain anything extra. Yes, exactly. It just seemed like it stuffed a couple of scenes. If it was a could... couple more action sequences in that half an hour, I probably would have been like, yeah. all right. And my prime example, I mean, you're going to speak to this, but you get Antonio Banderas in and we have that shit on the boats. You could have sliced that whole fucking thing out, tweaked the script a touch, and the movie would have been no different. Yeah, exactly. At all. Mm-hmm. Yep. All you need to do is tweak how they, they came across that piece. Exactly. In another way. The baddies are still bad before they shot Antonio Banderas. Exactly. Why yeah. did you do that? Fucking one bloke that could have brought a little bit of spark to proceedings, and you've, you've pissed him <laughs> off in five well, minutes. Well, the funny thing is, fucking Banderas must be moonlighting as a cameo guy, because <laughs> he does the same thing in Uncharted. Mm. 
Yeah. He's yeah. barely even in Uncharted. Uh, wow, well, that was probably. What? I mean, he's probably he's probably committing and then reading scripts. And saying, <laughs> oh shit! I need to swap twenty minutes out of my role. Yeah, in he, this. Keep, he keeps saying he's a fucking agent. He's like, oh my god, <laughs> keep it to five. This is a first draft. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, he's got enough clout to cut himself out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not turning up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you have had your fill of me. Uh, I've got several other pictures to uh, allocate five days to. <laughs> Conversation but, with his agent would have been like, sure, I can play a Greek. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If yeah. Russell Crowe can do it. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! Oh, um, <laughs> it gets boring. Like it's so, it's too long that yeah. the midsection is really sagging. Mm. And well, you, you made a point about when they're in the caves. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just like fucking yeah. ten. When are we gonna find something? <laughs> they start doing the echo stuff, uh, and then they keep fucking trudging for another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what are we gonna get to where we get? We're trying to give like character development in that sequence but I'm like yeah. we're way past that it was <laughs> so painful we're gonna, it was painful we're yeah. going to solve these thousand year old puzzles in 15 seconds <laughs> yeah and yeah. Uh, oh, Archimedes Archimedes bar oh, one <laughs> displacement that's the, that's the solution <laughs> it's like the Batman and Robert Batman um, movie from the 60s yeah, yeah. C C for Catwoman <laughs> these stupid links and uh, it, it was annoying I mean, what was his name Commandant Schmidlab or whatever it would fit perfectly on the Okay, for a movie that cost $294 million, some of the VFX are shit house. <laughs> like, there's a fucking bit where he's on the roof of the train at the start, yeah. and they show a long shot of it, yeah. and he's running. Yes. I mean, it looks like fucking... Um, well, someone compared that, I think, exactly that sequence to the Polar Express. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> yeah. The Polar Express was 20 years ago. <laughs> it's, it's. So, and plus, one of my, my downsides with the opening scene is they absolutely drench it in CGI. Yeah. And I, I just remember looking back at Raiders of the Lost Ark specifically... Hasn't barely like it's all practical. Yeah. Everything's fucking practical. Yeah. And so what you do is you make you make a move. You make a fucking Indiana Jones movie with no practical <laughs> effects whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said for that because it does lose a little. I mean, we're talking about that particular sequence, which was probably my favourite part of the movie. It to was. Be but and I see right, why you need so much CGI. To, but it extends to further, further along. Like, you know, the thing I spoke about—the underwater and, and the eels and all that sort of shit. Like, all of that stuff. And when you do that, obviously, it's still adding to the to the the budget, which was way overdone. And uh, Hollywood's telling me that you they they couldn't make this movie for a hundred million. <laughs> I mean, fuck! What do you? What did you spend the money on? It's part of a marketing, I think. If it's made for more, then they get more bums in seats. Well, no, because you know what? That's two hundred ninety-four million without marketing costs. Mm. So the marketing costs are probably a hundred to one hundred and fifty. But even saying this it costs fucking that thing much, to break even needs five hundred million. Like now happen. we've just had 
in the last fucking six months or so we've had Black Adam we've had The Flash we've had this that all cost a bomb Shazam and didn't quite make the money which I think that cost 150 more than so, like, <laughs> we've had these arguments or we've had these conversations before on the podcast I don't know what the, where the money's going like you give me a breakdown of where 294 million bucks goes on this movie well, I and I, I, I can tell you I can I could, I can say and I know nothing about finance Give me. I can give barely me. balance my own <laughs> fucking checkbook <laughs> but I could cut 50 million out of it without batting an eyelid yeah yeah I, th- I can still say, uh, can you, can we do it less for cash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 250 <laughs> Harrison, will you do it less for cash? No, no, you know what, though? If I show up with a... First thing's first, I'm not paying Antonio Banderas fucking no. several million dollars for 10 minutes of work. Shit, no. But, like, I think, look, I think there was some COVID impacts. On yes, of budget, course. Which, yeah. which blew the budget a little bit. But you're right, like, I don't know... It didn't. You didn't need to spend that much on it. Surely, it didn't need to be as long as it is for one. So you, what? You cut a you cut a couple of locations or something out of that. Like I don't know. It just I just you see the end result and you're like you're right. Yeah. I don't know where the money is going for this. But you've got to be shrewd, right? Mission Impossible costs that much money. The current one mm. is costing the same kind of money. Yeah. But it's so we're got We're off the top of mountains and yeah, shit. But we've got five years of three Mission Impossible pictures that made a fucking shitload of money. Yeah. So we are coming into this one going, well, we expect but eight, I mean, even eight, that, 800 to a billion. Even that, you can't rely on. You can't rely on it, but what I'm saying is... Furious has been doing that for, for the last couple of pictures. Yes, correct. But those guys, these films, both Fast and Furious and Mission Impossible, have a few films in the bank where they've made a shit tin and they're probably... We're hitting that point where they're we're about to bit. come off it, right? But we're a safer bet. I mean, like, I don't care how much... You can't spend... I don't, I don't care if you spent $500 million. You still can't convince me that Vin Diesel and John Cena are brothers. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Do something else and make his hair a different colour. Like that's, do something else. <laughs> childhood friends. Does that work? Yeah, that works better. <laughs> but... I guess what I'm saying is, like, the word on the street is Mission Impossible will make 250 first weekend globally. Yes. So there's the, um, the majority of your budget handled. Yeah. Right? Now you're looking into your marketing money next what week. Tom Cruise comes out and says this is the greatest movie he's ever seen. Well, he knows that doesn't work. He knows that doesn't Don't that say that, Tom. Yeah. Don't say that. I'm but, superstitious. But, Don't say it. To, um, Mission Impossible and... Tom Cruise have shrewdly marketed how they flog these films. They're very much in the pocket of, look at what we're going to do. <laughs> we're about to jump off a fucking cliff, yeah. right? Tom yeah. Cruise pushing the limits yes. of what a human so, so, do. So they, they do that, but it turns out the Mission Impossible have gotten better critically yeah. across the thing. They have. Whereas we saw Indy 15 years ago, and it's the most hated one of the lot. <laughs> yeah. So as a, if I'm running Paramount or whoever the fuck's flogging this out, I'm saying this gets maximum a hundred million. Yeah. It's sad. If that you they, can't make it for a hundred mil, it gets chopped. It's sad it's that Paramount they spend this much. Paramount's in it, but it's and Disney, then this yeah. is the piss poor script that they can come up. Correct. With. So 
as a studio, <coughs> what kind of fiscal responsibility is any of that? Yeah. They went into chat GPT and said, make a movie. <laughs> but uh, as I said, like <laughs> Disney, it's the same, you know, they're Marvel. Like, the, the budgets are fucking blowing out for all that Disney. Yeah. I guess it's because they've been rolling in money for so long. Yeah. But they're, they're starting see. to tighten some strings. <laughs> but, you know, strings. Harrison Ford's not a box office drawer either. So you're not no. getting people through the door because of Harrison Ford. No. There's a bit of nostalgia attached. There's a nostalgia to it, but I don't feel like there's enough. But as you said, the, the nostalgia now is it's people our age who are in a bracket of people that haven't come back to cinemas after the pandemic. Yeah. And you've just pointed it out there. It's not like something like Spider-Man, where there's a Spider-Man for each kind of age group. Hmm. Indy was in the 80s. Then he was in 2008. And then it's now. So it's kind of like a... The nostalgia's kind of sapped a little bit. There's a, there's a group of, of kids who's only... Or group of adults, I should say, whose only exposure to indie is... Is poor. Is the Crystal Skulls, if they hadn't been exposed to the other ones, and it's not necessarily a fond... Yeah. And let me throw this at you. If you really wanted to make another one, you should have harassed Harrison Ford in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should have said, here's 50 million bucks. Yeah. And you, you know what? You would have got something... You would have got box office out of that. Yeah. But doing it in 2008 was not a true move, although I believe that's the most... That's the highest grossing one of the lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? It's just... It's just it's, you know, it, that's just... Uh, tells you how many people have turned off the series. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is where my... You starting to get angry? I feel the bile coming. <laughs> you had Mads Mikkelsen. You had Antonio Banderas, you had Boyd Holbrook, and you used them... At, not at all. You basically... Mads Mikkelsen's... He's a villain, and he's good uh, performance-wise, but the villain's kind of bland. Mm. Banderas is a cameo. Yeah. And Boyd Holbrook is basically just a thug. Yeah. Like they, they don't give him anything. In fact, he Even stops early talking. On, early on when he's chatting... He's all right. Yeah. He's adding something just because he's got that kind of... He's got that kind of menace to him. In yeah, that hair trigger roles. kind of... You don't know what the fuck he's going to yeah. do. And so initially there was a little bit of like, oh, okay, this, this is all right. But as you said, he kind of disappears. The Mads Mikkelsen thing, I was just like... <clears throat> I bring it back to Belloc. Belloc wasn't really talking about the shit that he was chasing. Mads Mikkelsen was fucking so caught up in this dial... When you go back and watch Raiders, Belloc was obviously the same about the arc, but every time he was talking to Indy, it was all about, we're not so different, you and I. Mm, You know, you are doing the same thing that I'm doing, this and that. And the fucking interplay between those two is so good when they sit down in the restaurant. Yeah. Like, but... The great thing about Raiders is that secondary villain. Yeah. The weird-looking dude who... Which you could have got a bit of... Boyd Holbrook yeah, like, yeah but Mads Mikkelsen's just constantly talking about the Nazis and, and the dial like there's nothing with Indy there's nothing with him nah the closest is he raises his eyes when he recognises him 
Mm. And then the interplay, the conversations are just silly. That's he right, because he remembers him up. Up being there in that He first. just keeps showing up a little like Belloc did, but even in, in scenarios, mm. like he did it so often where I was sitting there, like I said to Maddie, they're just, all they're doing is Indy's finding something and they're fucking turning up. They're, Five they're, minutes too late. And we're back on the chase again and then, but there's none of that. Mm. There's none of that shit that we got in the original there and... Uh, I actually thought that we were going to engage more in that fucking meta conversation that he was going to start talking about you're an old man now doctor and all this sort of shit like I thought they might have played in with a bit of that but but honestly for such a good actor and an actor that I really like Mm. I found myself towards the end every time he came on screen I was kind of just like the sigh was coming because I was like this is just not going to go anywhere I cringed when he said that his motivation was I'm going to go and kill Hitler because yeah. he had he stuffed it up. Like that was just Which, that was the same as like Guardians of the Galaxy three, where the the villain's arch plan just didn't seem to make sense. Yeah, and he, he probably could have been talked out of it if you were a reasonable. But if they had dropped that earlier, yeah, it might have it might have resonated. It might have been or like, made I, him crazier. His idea, else. his idea is look, you know, obviously he starts talking about you know we're going to go back and I'm going to change it because Hitler was yeah. the one that fucked it up and we're not going to do that this time. Like, you play with that a little bit, there might be something there, but they, they just, they make it basically a line or two yeah. and it's by that time, it's we're already gone. If you're yeah. those other dickheads that are following him around and his plan is, I'm going to go back in time, once I find this thing in, in the ocean, I'm going to go back in time and kill the Fuhrer and that's going to make everything better. Yeah. So Do you that, reckon they're not just going to go dickhead? Yeah, of course they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, like, what are you talking about, mate? Like, yeah, um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, how much you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're laughing, we're laughing at that, but wouldn't that have been kind of fun that Boyd Holbrook was just a fucking mercenary there for the money? Yeah, like, yeah. You add could something not give a, to your character. Could not give a fuck what you're after. And I, I, I was sitting here thinking about that, and I, I think it would have been funny if Boyd Holbrook had done that Nazi sign, and then when he leaves the room, he fucking gives you the yeah, finger or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Little things like that. He, he has no interest in what he's after. It's, and it's not interested what you're in his talking bullshit about his... I'm not saying these are necessarily great ideas, but I'm just saying, well... Well, if you're going to have Boyd Holbrook, why the fuck you... Yeah, why don't you give him something, something to, do? to do? Like, yeah. It would have been more entertaining if he'd said... I saw this film called Back to the Future. I'm taking the <laughs> almanac back. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. we are going to build that empire. horses. Get on some horses. We'll take some money. We're going to invest in the internet. <laughs> take over the world. <laughs> that would have been a much better plot. But also, and I know that Indiana Jones is 80 years old. <laughs> and look, I'm not going to lie, for a bloke, Who's eighty? He opens up, opens the show with a shirtless, t- a topless shot. Yeah, he's in better fucking nick than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forty-seven, <laughs> so I'll give him a, some props. Those fucking walks, those walks yeah, <laughs> by yeah. the beach were helping him greatly. All right, mate. But, come on, he's fucking talking to the American gladiators. He's oh, getting yeah. <laughs> injected. What's that new shit that they're all on? Ozempic. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's got a dose of that shit. Like, um, but. I would have liked to have seen a bit of a throwdown. Yeah. One last fucking blue. As much as I I, I don't want to see a geriatric get his head punched in, <laughs> or as somebody on my letterbox said, it was funny they considered it like elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> it was elder abuse. 
yeah. which I thought was highly amusing. Yeah. But one last throwdown. He, he punches on like the punch up on the plane in Lost Ark, where he's trying to get on the plane and yeah. the bloke keeps. Well, they made, they they made a the gag other. out of that for three movies with that big yeah. bloke. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't even remember his name, but. Sven Olysses. No, no, no. You know the guy that came back? Yeah. He was he played that guy. Then he, played he played the big dude the, in the big Temple dude of Doom. In Temple of Doom, and then he played a big one in yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost Ark. Like, yeah. just get some random big guy to have that kind of fight with and get Harrison doing the old, you know, where he lays a couple of punches in, then looks at the guy and kind of uh, chuckles. Yeah, and then he goes, him like a bag of shit, you know. Like, no, but there like, was a big guy. There was that other guy. Yeah, he got handcuffed. Yeah, but yeah. why do we have the little kid? So he can fly the plane. Like, yeah, but they fuck that. that. Like, shit. what's the <laughs> point? <laughs> In a way, Indy kind of gets shuffled to the back. Well, through portions of the really. film. Like it was just that superfluous shit that mm. didn't need to be there. I mean, the kid was. Again, it's like they're calling back to Shorty, and it's just like. But why? Like, can't someone else have the skill that we, we fly a plane? If you don't really have a real purpose for this kid to be there. There's pilots all over the world going, what the fuck? Yeah, but, but also, but also the, to me, you are just cutting away the opportunity to build any any character development or, or to give anything for your villains to do because you're putting in all these little mini characters and shit who don't have purpose, right? So we, we don't get the throwdown that we could have had with yeah. the big dude, the big... Even if it's not Boyd Holbrook, it's the other guy. Yeah. Andy punches up with him. They needed to leave And gets up. fucking whipped. Like, gets, yeah. gets tossed yeah. around. But somehow, one of those sort of trip and fall type of gags, that's how he gets killed. Not yeah. necessarily the punching that goes on. Yeah, they need to lean into the old yeah. man. He's got a sore back. Or he does something that's above his ability. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So... That stuff's there, but then you've got the little kid who just continues to take up space and take up time yeah. away from him and, and again, Helena and a, all that. It becomes a motivation for both for Helena and for Harrison Ford when really you don't need it. No, it's you not do, do not need it at all. So, to me, you've got so many good actors there that you have clearly paid some money, Yeah, but you don't use them. So you could have got anyone to do those roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I just—it is difficult to watch an eighty-year-old engage in punch-ups and action scenes when you're leaning into it. You're saying he's eighty, but then you're showing a stunt double who's clearly my age. <laughs> yeah. Well, as again, it was on the letterbox stuff. When they they kind of mentioned that Harrison and Phoebe Waller-Bridge's together are the slowest pair of runners in an action movie ever. Correct. Like, <laughs> that was one of my like when he. I think there was it was during the horse sequence. There was one part where he has to break into a into a bit of a jog. It was clear that he couldn't do that. No. So I can't do that. I'm half the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it either. But yeah. But what I guess don't perhaps rely as much. At, well, fuck. How can you? You have to rely on stuntman. Yeah. Like you actually have to. This is why Cruz is still fucking packing people in. Because he's doing that shit himself. And Reeves in John Wick. And Reeves in John Wick, yeah. They are doing it so the audience doesn't go, well, fuck, he couldn't do that. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I'm fucking still feeling it from basketball last night. I was only <laughs> spot minutes here and there. <laughs> I mean, two cases. Yeah, but yeah. Cruz is a fucking vampire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Top Gun... 
He takes fabric at me saying to myself, that guy could still do it. <laughs> he could still fly those planes. Yeah. He could fucking fly those planes. We already do. Of course he can. I mean, if the, if, if the, the military says, we've got a bomber site out in the middle of nowhere... He might just put his hand up. And I might go, yeah, okay. We let him go. care of his body like LeBron. If I heard he was well, putting his hands it. up, I'd say we're in good hands. <laughs> he can do the job. <laughs> no, LeBron's a good analogy. Mm. That, that, that guy has just, he has just defied, I mean, every other basketballer at that age is, is falling off much more than he is. Yeah. But as he, as Maddie said, he's put a lot of time and effort and into five million a year keeping his yeah. body in in. Nick. Well, that's his money maker, right? Exactly. Great. Cruz great. has a, a similar, you know. Obviously, he doesn't need to go out and score twenty five points in the NBA. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I don't disbelieve that he could come off the bench. He could come off the bench for ten. Sold. Tommy Cruz can get you six points, five and six on the bench. Two steals. Alvarado, that's his role. <laughs> I guarantee you, TC runs a mean pick and roll. Oh, 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 no, yeah, no fucking doubt. And let me tell you something, mate. If you don't fucking stick to COVID protocols, they can you a new asshole. He would be loud in the huddle. Oh, yeah, he'd tell you where it was at. But He'd be in the coach's ear. But I, I, actually, I actually read something where he basically said, the reason why he does it is because like, it's about respecting the audience. And the audience wants you to see, like, wants to see this stuff being done, right? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have to be you, do it? <laughs> no. But he, in his mind, he's like, well, yeah, I'm willing to do it, and I yeah. think it looks better on screen than well, it is me. It's it's kind of... Because clearly it's not Harrison. Well, it's, similar to, right it's, it's similar to what they always talk about with, you know, the, the Tom Savini's and co talking about the prosthetic effects, about... It's about what you're actually seeing. I've got to make it happen because it's got to be on the camera. Now that we've got all these tools to do it without that, it doesn't necessarily mean it looks better. You mm. know, in in I guess that's that's Tom Cruise's kind of thought process. I guess I mean, what looks better than you having a camera sitting here watching me hanging off a fucking plate? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And with Keanu Reeves, like you can see. He's he's engaging in all these fucking blues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I clearly swear there's it. a couple of shots in John Wick where he's like, oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. You can tell he's tired and he does not want to do this. I need a break. I've been doing this shit for five hours and now I've got to take on Don Yen. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, what? Just coming back to Cruz. He's Grant Page. <laughs> yes. Tom Cruise is Grant Page. He's Grant Page, yeah. <laughs> someone goes, we need to set someone on fire. I'll fucking I'll do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> How are we going to do that? Well, we just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it it does not work when you have an 80-year-old and you are clearly using a stunt double, which you have to. And as an audience member, I just it took me way out of it. I couldn't buy into any of it. And that's not because Harrison possibly did some of it. He possibly did. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, I'm like, it doesn't work for me. No. You are 80 years old. And you're in Nick for 80. But, I mean, I look at my dad and, fuck, he can barely get out of the car. Yeah. And he's 75. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
it, it's just not feasible. Mm. It I mean, look, let's be clear. Harrison did look like a roast chicken. He just looked like, <laughs> oh, he yeah. looked like a fit roast chicken. <laughs> 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 on the top of the... <laughs> 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 I've cooked my sauce. <laughs> 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 That's one of my favourite episodes. <laughs> I was buttering up for a good shave. Holy shit! <laughs> but yeah, look, he's he's in reasonable nick for an eighty year old, but eighty year olds should not be punching people in the fucking face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean your 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 knuckles turned to dust. He hurt his wrist. Surely, <laughs> surely yeah. he did. Yeah. And again, I know that sounds stupid where I wanted to have him throw down. Yeah. But the fact is, it's it's a little bit of both you want. Yeah, you still want the indie of old. He can he can throw down. But to me, climb that fucking cave. Well, do it in the DH yeah. sequence. Yeah, that's how you get around it. It's not Harrison Ford having to do it. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, the underwater sequence involving the eels. You you touched on it. You could have cut the whole thing out. It's extremely poorly shot. You can't tell what's happening. You don't actually know what the fuck they're looking for. Yeah, you know, there's parts they, of it like they're like. They give instructions that don't fucking mean it. They talk about you don't need to cross over. But then, does that fucking matter? I think they do end up crossing over, but no one stops pulling them up because they're crossed over, and it's the fucking eels that are the danger. Don't waste another fucking five seconds of screen time. You better not get these crossed over. I was just like... Who cares? The whole sequence was just like, we didn't need this. It's just stopping us getting onto... It's just another, oh, we got here and we found it. A bit... And then I said to Maddie, how fucking annoying was it when they're like, they drive off on the other boat and they solve the riddle and then we cut back to Mads Mikkelsen and he goes, they're going east, not west. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Is that how easy it was? Like, seriously. That happened throughout the whole movie. It just pissed me off. Same thing. How do they figure out this thing's been under the ocean for thousands of years and they're like ah just it's in a different part of the ocean let's go to the bit deeper yeah. you're like ah oh, come on yeah it's bullshit yeah look my last dislike is the decision for Indy not to stay like yeah. I just I just it's such a cop out you 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 build that that sequence you then go for an emotional kind of jolt that he will stay and then she just fucking clocks him and he wakes up at yeah. back at home yeah. And I was just like, you fucking weak pricks. <laughs> like, you just, you just, like, we're not getting another one with Harrison Ford. No, so kill him or do. If he's 90 and they do another one. Uh, was there a functioning plane at that point or did they just catapult them back through the top? I don't know. No, you remember that there was. Oh, the little kid landed. Yeah, day, yeah, man. the kid had. Fucking taking that bloke's plane and came yeah. through. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Difficult, but you know, it adds up to also the the killing of Mads Mikkelsen was a fucking letdown too, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you oh, compare it to you compare it to how some of the other villains in the series have gone out. That was horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was bullshit. Mm. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I could have gone with it. I I didn't mind him coming home because again, they're trying to. 
they're trying to make some comment about, you know, that he does have a place, but maybe he doesn't. <laughs> maybe yeah. he's stayed in the past. Where's the place? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I... He was a relic, right? Yeah. Yep. Put him yep. in that warehouse with all the other shit. Yeah, correct. Yep. yep. Box him up. And then we can still fucking look at you in the museum. Like, so we, when we find your arm. Well, in Harrison's case, he doesn't like to do press. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Get rolled out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to the museum. <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, the glass case is empty. <laughs> Back in five minutes. Thank you, thank you, you piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Anything else? Yeah. The fucking Greek was horrible. Oh, <laughs> you're still on that bandwagon. <laughs> was. Yeah, it a was. turd sandwich, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have just been Well, like, I think it was just a turd. Like, what did you say? A sandwich has got something pleasant on <laughs> 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 it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, if we think about what his actual inventions are, he made the, the corkscrew thing that makes... that turns and lifts a ball or lifts water. He did figure out water displacement. His inventions are... He figured out that you can use mirrors to... Focus heat, which they actually refer to in the in the movie. Yeah, uh, he's not making time machines. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that advanced. No, yeah, there's no time machines he's involved. He's figuring out geometry. <laughs> he's figuring out the area underneath the parabola. He's not. He's not figuring out a fucking time machine. And just to place some context on Antikythera, where the, uh, that place is the Tasmania of Tasmania. That's, uh, that place, my uncle said about Antikythera that there's two cars on the island they crashed into each other. It's not, it's not a beacon of academic excellence thousands of years ahead of its time. Right. Okay. So, so you're telling lost. me they lost. Right. You're telling me they're a bit off on the Greek stuff. <laughs> are you going? Oh, so are you as perturbed as the Indians were after the temple? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad the Greeks are getting representation, but this I don't know if it's accurate. Yeah, maybe we should go back to you know, <laughs> not, not having. <laughs> Not having people representing other people in the movies because we don't seem to be doing it very well. See, to me, you're right. (laughs) That's kind of... The time machine stuff's more in the Einstein kind of, you know, realm. If you were saying that Einstein created this thing... Yeah. Okay, I might go there. I feel like the thing was... The thing was based... The actual thing is like a calendar, essentially. It's a... Just a couple of gears that makes it <laughs> star stars. Those dickheads thought they were going back in time and they got a fucking ancient calendar. horoscope. There was one point where they're talking about it and Maddie next to me is like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's an abacus. <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, Mads, it's Monday. <laughs> we are not going back in time. There's probably a million Greeks across the world going, look what we did. Look at what we did. Look at the good things we've done. <laughs> I told you they invented this. We're talking about Archimedes' wrist. <laughs> Speaking of a dislike, that was a dislike. 
<laughs> they crack it open and he's wearing a watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> a bit on the nose. Yeah. Oh. It's got a Casio. Oh, shit. <laughs> it would only be better if it was one of those fucking <laughs> calculator watches. <laughs> it would have really got me there. Oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, oh, anything what? else? Anything else? Anything else? Big ticket. They didn't have data in their cave sequence. That was yes. <laughs> yep. That cave sequence was excruciating. Oh, <laughs> I, know. I, know. I was just wishing it would end. I mean, if I were, if we were allowed to carry firearms, <laughs> I probably would have fucking. God. <laughs> I mean, shit. At the very least, I'd have fired one into the roof. <laughs> it's all out of there. I wouldn't blame Harrison Ford for staying. He's a fugitive in his own country. Correct. Going back to. Correct. And again, just you. You are. It, it's it. To me, that places Indiana Jones. That version of Indiana Jones, it finishes it. Yeah. And yeah. We, ne- we never. We never. Never we have to do this again. They'd <laughs> <laughs> be respected there. Correct. I just feel like they, they copped out. Mm. And there was no need to because you do it, you weren't going you're not going back to Indiana Jones, especially when the box office receipts are counted no. on this one. That's everything. Mm. Let's quickly touch on the franchise, rate it. Top to bottom, okay? So what's the worst? I mean it's pretty close, but I still think Crystal Skull was Probably less than this one. Crystal I, Skull. When I watched Crystal Skull the other <laughs> night, I was fucking like, <laughs> I, and when fucking Kate Blanchett gets out of the car at the start, I just looked at my wife and said, "Slumming." And she, as soon as she opens her mouth with the fucking Russian accent or whatever it was, I was like, "Oh, fucking hell!" That's it. I mean, Somebody has around. paid you well. I've forgotten his name, but here, that's when he's running around with that bike. Oh, sorry, Jonesy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fucking stop, Ray man. Winston. Yeah, oh my god. Pretty yeah, I think. Look, I would say there wasn't points in Crystal Skull where I was just like bored, like I was in Dial of Destiny. <laughs> But it was just fucking goofy. It felt more like a Scooby-Doo <laughs> episode or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just took everything. I mean, in the original series, when they had the artefacts or something that were a bit out there, it still kind of worked. It was still rollicking adventure. This one just took it to just silly, yeah, silly level. And the addition of Mutt didn't work at all. No. I, don't know. I, th- I think they were trying to pass the torch then, and that, yeah. that wasn't going to work at all. I feel like it's uh, obviously Shia LaBeouf's got some issues uh, at, the, at the current at point. At the middle. <laughs> but again, strictly talking about his performance in the movie, I've, I've always thought he was a good enough actor. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not, I feel like not that at all. He's uh, yeah, he's just in the he's just in the in the Jai Courtney club of being being involved in the shittest entries in uh, in, in high highfalutin franchise. Yeah, so. Uh, Dollar Destiny was next for me. Yeah, like, it's clearly not good. Pretty um, clearly. And there's a di- there's a big difference between the two sets. You know, the two thousands indies are sh- just shit. Mm-hmm. Temple of Doom was third for me. Yeah, so I've got to say, on watching them again, I always had a soft spot for Temple of Doom. Yes, there are some problems. Representation, being at the top of the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. I'm sure the um, Indian people are not thrilled. <laughs> no, they don't watch it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't imagine Harrison is getting that sort of reception in India. <laughs> no, he's not. 
<laughs> so he's getting the fucking bug, chill buggy brains for talking to the top the ass when he walks past. But um, yeah, and they're crankier than he is. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this because there's been this perception in the last few years, which I disagree with, that Temple of Doom is a real dip between the other two. I actually think it's a lot closer. No, agreed. I think Willie gets a lot of... You know, we spoke about it initially, the perception of Willie. I actually like it. I, I think Willie is clearly the second best female kind of lead in the in the franchise. And she's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. Like, they obviously went with this point of difference because they're like, we can't just rehash Marion. Because I believe they made the decision to make it like Bond. That it would mm. be kind of funny if Indy had a different romantic lead in each movie. And I think they actually have some really funny scenes together. They do, they do. That and does play off some of her being not in for this at all. Yes. Which is the complete opposite of Marion. And the action in Temple of Doom, some of the action is right at the peak of the series. Yeah, agreed. So agreed. I think it's a lot closer, but yeah, I would have Temple of Doom third. I have it third, and I agree, it's it's much closer. Like, watching it again, I was kind of like, yeah, it's actually a lot better than I remember. And I actually yeah. love the horror aspects of it, too. Yeah. Like the scary elements of it. I mean, look, look, only fucking Spielberg in 1984 could get away with ripping people's fucking hearts yeah, out yeah. in a PG movie for kids. That's, uh, that's iconic. I mean, that, 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 is, that, that is the guy at the peak of his powers when he could pretty much tell the MPAA, I oh, ripped this guy's heart out. Yeah. <laughs> and is this a kid's movie? Yeah. Hey, look, I'm going to rip his heart out, but it's barely going to be a drop of blood yeah. on there. Oh, he was, that's why his kind of heart's going to catch fire, though, as he yeah. fucking goes down. It's not going to be squirting blood. Just, that's it. But... The opening sequence in uh, um, is it Club Obi Wan? Yeah, yeah, fucking awesome. awesome. Really, yeah, good. it's awesome, and I love that whole. He wants the antidote, she wants the diamond. They're fucking falling over each other to get yeah, it. Yeah, you know that's that's gold. So I think it's a lot closer, mm. but I feel like it's it's still third. Yeah, and and then you've got to me Last Crusade. Yep, and then obviously Raiders. Yes. Raiders. Raiders is fucking brilliant. Raiders is a step. My wife had the fucking gall to look at me and say, This is boring. <laughs> I said, What? <laughs> yeah. She's Classic like, ending. I love okay. Temple of Doom. And I was like, Yeah, but, but this, this is the one. one. <laughs> this is look, the fucking one. I love Temple of Doom. Raiders is far better than Correct. It's like, just the, as I kind of mentioned, you don't get better than Belloc. Yeah. Like, the. the and. and you know, they, I remember them bringing up the whole uh, Big Bang Theory one about how they're like, oh, well, the, the real fucking problem with the movie is that Indy doesn't actually have an impact on anything that happens. And it's like, yeah, but that's not what it's about. It's not about the arc. It's about Indy and Belloc and, you know, Indy. Essentially, at the start, he is no different to Belloc. Yeah. It's just who's getting to it first. But by the end, there's, there's the Indy kind of coming around to the actual kind of importance and the belief in some of this shit that he's basically previously he's just been chasing the item yes but you know understanding the history and all that sort of shit behind it and and the action pieces in like if a movie could ever be described as brisk it's just you're on the fucking you're on the run the whole time and then we're stopping just to fill in bits and pieces Yep. And, and then, then we're, we're off it off again. Yeah. Like it's, it's just a classic. Although I, the my favourite, my favourite comedic bit in the entire series is where they the the Nazis bail him up in Last Crusade mm. and say, "Where is what was Dan Elliott's character's name?" Oh, um, 
can't remember. His yeah, name yeah, no, I know who he's the, the guy, Brody. Yeah, Brody Marcus yep, Brody. Yep. And he's like, where's Marcus Brody? He's got the he's got the fucking the diary or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, we'll, we'll hunt him down. Uh, and he pipes up with, he speaks fifteen languages. He's he's two days ahead of you. He'll disappear. He'll never find him. And we cut to him in the fucking streets, going, "Does anyone hear some ancient Hebrew?" Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that shit. The fucking yeah. gold. But yeah, definitely Raiders is definitely by far the best. Like it's it's. Just a real fucking top-notch piece of yeah. work. And I mean, it establishes Indy. If Indy's got a reputation in the archaeology community, it's fucking destroying everything he comes across. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I mean, he's, what doesn't he... Like, he getting out of the tomb by fucking destroying those big statues and yeah. crashing through the wall. I know you don't like snakes, but that's some pretty precious shit. Yeah, yeah you're really <laughs> fucking things up. But, yeah, there's all those iconic bits, the, the bit with the rolling ball. Yeah. The, yeah. Even just a bit like, throw me the whip. Yes. Throw me the whip, throw me the idol, then he just fucking takes off. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred Molina, you bastard. You bastard. <laughs> um, it, just so much of it is is iconic. Yes. And... and it kind of never got replicated. No. And like, to me, it's still as exciting as anything you will find. Yeah, yeah, today. Uh, you know, I love the, the the kind of how action movies have evolved and we've kind of hit this point of, like, John Wick and, and Mission Impossible and stuff like that. But you still put that, like, next to any of those and you're still getting as much excitement and entertainment out of it. Yeah. Out and of once that. again, though, you're putting the hero who's not unstoppable... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and once again, Indy was, you I mean, know... he's constantly getting caught. <laughs> yeah. He's constantly getting the shit beaten out of him. And he would have eaten a poison date if it wasn't yeah, Sala. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. A capuchin monkey would have fucked him over at some point. Yeah. In Morocco. Yeah, I, mean, I love that. Sh- I mean, it's so... I shouldn't still be laughing at it, but I love when they get into the, the room with the map and he's there going. He gives it the uh, asps. Very dangerous. Yes. You go first. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I Brilliant. love that, yeah, yeah. And doesn't she fucking light him on fire? <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking... She's using the torch and then she turns around and sees his whip and goes... <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. That sort of stuff. Gold. And the other great thing about it is it's all practical. Yeah. Like, yes, you can clearly see when the guy's getting dragged under the truck, it's going slowly. Yeah, of course. And there's a dip that's been... You cut into the, the ground. Glass in between him and yes, the snake and, the snake and, and everything. Like like, but shit, mate, doesn't matter. You couldn't do that stuff without these things. Mm. Yeah. And to put in that kind of effort, I feel like that that makes these movies more enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes the car's going slow, but there's still a bloke dangling off the front of the fucking thing, yeah. hanging off the and, door when it's and open. And I don't know about you, even if it's moving pretty slowly. I'm sure that guy's fucking back is not exactly no, yeah, yeah. in for a good ride. No. All right. This was a question that I pose to you guys after watching Dial of Destiny and saying to you, I felt like there was no need for that movie. Mm. We had no hankering or interest for another Indiana Jones movie. Maybe we should rephrase it, because I believe this is exactly the same way we framed Maverick. <laughs> no, that was when Maverick... No, I hadn't seen Maverick. I, didn't, I, I knew nothing about I know, Maverick. But we were saying things like, 
Nobody's got an interest in this. We don't need it. Well, technically, we don't need any of these movies. <laughs> I know. Okay, we'll reframe. We'll reframe. Than, you know, our, our kind of need as humans for I stories guess, I and guess shit I, like feel, that. I feel like, as far as the sequel's concerned, after the kind of the, the, the disappointing sort of feeling around Crystal Skull, it didn't. It doesn't feel like Dollar Destiny was was you know high on the radar for anybody. Well, right. I'll give it to you this way. I feel like we got it because Disney acquired the assets. Yeah, and decided we better put decided something on it. We need to make money off the assets. I would much rather them hold indie for ten years without doing anything and recast and start and again. Say, we're going to make a movie when we have a, a script that fucking knocks our socks off. Because I don't know whose socks were knocked off by this <laughs> <Same> one. Same word. We've got to get something out of your greed. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, we got him in a lucid moment. <laughs> He's yeah. willing to do it. He said he'd turn up. Uh, but I've got this idea. For, if you wanted to keep Harrison Ford around... We don't. <laughs> no, but as, as indie, gaming... That yeah, would have yeah. been the place for Indiana Jones. Well, that's what Jones. you do if you don't... You can't like, be Pitfall, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. That's what you do if you don't have... Like, you see the Star Wars games that have come out since Disney have acquired it. Now, I don't know what hand Disney have in that, but obviously they're going to be making the money because they're owning the asset now. So it's, you know, still Lucasfilm games or whatever. But, I mean, I've just finished the latest Star Wars game on the PlayStation. It was fucking awesome. Man. Like, that's... So there was room to manoeuvre with Indiana Jones that didn't involve making film. And indie would be perfect. Yes. Like Uncharted. You look at an Uncharted game, that's an Indiana Jones game yes, right there. correct. And yeah. if you said to, you know, Naughty Dog... 15 years ago, you now hold the rights, we will offer you the rights to Indiana Jones to make these type of games. The Uncharted series could be different. It could be Indiana Jones. You're correct. Yeah. Right? And look at the quality of those games. Hmm. They are practically fucking movies. Yes. Right? So, Harrison Ford can still do the voice. Hmm. Still get paid a shitload. I mean, he doesn't even have to. <laughs> he doesn't want to. We'll go with someone else. He looks like you. But you know what I mean? Like, like if, you. You, if we felt sort of so tied to Harrison Ford in the role, you throw a bucket of money at him and say, you can do some voiceover work. Yeah, Harrison says fucking beauty. Can you imagine Harrison having to say, sit in the booth and say, ouch, ten different ways. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't get any one take out of him. I see, like, you know, Kevin Conroy, when he was still alive and still voicing the Batman games, Yeah. and they kind of asked him about that. He's like, well, when you do the, the movies, you're kind of in... The scene. In the scene, and you maybe do it a couple of different times, but this, because there's all those open world aspects, and people have got to walk around, and Batman's got to be hit, then I've got to do all that, and I've got to do, you know, oh, like, look at this. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Repeat the same way, like, repeat the same line 20 different ways. Harris is not fucking doing that. He's not. But it's, I mean, it, it makes exactly. sense to have gone down that path instead yeah, of film. Well, exactly what you're saying is about to happen with Robocop. It's about to happen with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It happened with Friday the 13th. All of those were reasonably... Well, sorry. 
Brother, Brother is really good. Brother the Thirteenth was reasonably successful. Texas Chainsaw looks like it's developing a bit of buzz on the back of that because it's the same company. Yeah. I bet the RoboCop game goes pretty well. Too. Oh, definitely. Like, I saw the uh, playthrough for some of the play stuff for that. It yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, so, it looks like Call of Duty just with RoboCop. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'll be there. So I feel like yeah, that's that's you, you could go have gone down that, that route instead of a film. Yeah. I mean, you still got the feelers out for a movie, but you've got the luxury of saying, we're not making this movie until we've got the people that we want attached and we've got exactly the script that we want. We don't want to be fucking... I don't know. I I just feel like... I mean, fuck, why can't we just give every franchise to Jason Blum? Because he's going to fucking field... He's going to field creators. Interested, like... And he'll get it done for he'll get it done for fifty million comfortably. But Jason Bum, Jason Bum gets told. Jason Bum gets told this costs two hundred ninety four million. He goes, "What the fuck?" Jason Bum. He basically says that is my entire catalogue of films. Well, his last thirty movies didn't cost that. No, <laughs> I don't think the guy's spent that much money since he's been producing movies. And he's made more than that. That's correct. So. so, my thing though, this was a question I was I was going to propose is does Indiana Jones have a place in hmm. action cinema at the moment and the answer for me is no he doesn't but because see, the film had it just didn't it didn't hit anywhere near see, like we watched we're John Wick that on the back of a, a shit, shit film movie. yeah we're also saying how cool would it have been to see India's an Uncharted yes thing. like essentially if that movie's good we're sitting here going, of course there is. If it was Top Gun yeah. Maverick, we're sitting here... Like, to me... Eating crow. It wasn't the indie character that was the problem. No, I no, still it was feel the film. like... And I said to you not that long ago, I said I was really disappointed in the Uncharted movie, but I looked at something like Dungeons & Dragons, and I said I felt like that's the sort of stuff that Uncharted should have been. And I think I mentioned at the time, it's got the Raiders DNA all over it. Yeah. So to me, there's absolutely still a place for this stuff. Because to me... It's just got to be good. It's got to be good. And I feel like they've kind of hashed this property to touch. I reckon, I'll put it I'll put it out there now, if we do get Indy again, which I think we will in a reboot... Oh, yeah, capacity, we'll definitely get him back. It'll be like a good one because they've taken this hit. So they're going to be more cautious with the property instead yeah. of saying, fuck, we've got Indiana Jones, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they might actually realise... Here's a bag of money. There's <laughs> an audience a movie for this going. movie, but it's not us because we actually like good movies. Yeah. 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 But, but there is an audience. I guess I look at the first three as almost being twice. Like this, <laughs> we've seen it, but the, the money's saying there's not an audience There's not an audience at 300 mil because yeah. no. they're not going to make that... Because if they'd have made it for 100... You're making some profit yeah. at two forty. Although I don't know how much uh, I don't know how much they spent on marketing because I saw one trailer that it seemed to fucking disappear after the buzz from Card came out that it wasn't very good. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Shit. But I always see the first three as being kind of like timeless. Yeah. Because Harrison Ford was forty when he started. Yeah. And by the end he was forty six or forty seven. So Indy changes very little. He can still do everything we expect of him. But and the action also, scenes all work out because yeah. of that. We also got to realise we were spoiled <coughs> to get three movies of that quality in the one series. Yeah, like in a certain time much. frame. It just doesn't happen that much anymore. So, I mean, I'm, I've always been for, give me more stuff. What are you talking about? Fast 8, things. 9 and 10. 
We've all come out recently. Okay, yeah, all right. I saw a small snippet of Fast X and just about fucking... I just slapped my forehead. Adam, again, I spoilers. Like, what the fuck And I don't think this? you've seen this one, but when they sent a car into fucking space... I think they jumped the like, shark, oh. is that what you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> because I think they jumped at fucking three movies ago. When Tyrese is sitting in a car in fucking space... <laughs> What the oh, fuck? Stretch in the a little bit. You were concerned about cars being chased by a submarine. <laughs> I was more concerned about it being in space myself. But anyway, like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, and I know that series is. I mean, I kind of laughed at that stuff. You just take that as as part of it now because they've gone so ridiculous with it. Yeah, but it's all about. I just go back to the idea of like. Yeah, some of these ideas get stale, but it's usually from just keep punching them out at a schedule and rather than we punch movies. it out when we've got a great idea. Mm. Fair enough. Well, look, for me, if they can re- if they recast and they do the right thing and actually wait, take a script and work it through, then, yeah, I, I feel like, yes, you could potentially get somewhere with that. Who would you make it with? I mean, Nathan Fillion's still young enough. Oh, I'd take him no. as Indy, given that we can't get him as Nathan Drake. I've got no idea because there was talk a while back, Bradley Cooper, but yeah. he's now too old. Chris Pratt was Chris there Pratt, too. which ever, now everyone hates the bloke. So I'm not putting him as Indiana Jones, uh, are you? It's not a great idea to really put out there that you go to church a lot. Yeah, <laughs> People no. seem to hate that. I know, I know. Um, Here's look. an idea. We're going to get him jacked up. All right, he's uh, going to take uh, some drugs. So, uh, he's going to get big. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah is Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, well, I can see. No, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's got to be a Greek. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm open to it. <laughs> what about the guy who played Archimedes? <laughs> In this movie. He was purely great. Um, I don't know who you would cast in it because I, I think that. I reckon it'd be like a like a lesser known sort of. If they do it, they would go with someone who wasn't. <laughs> is, so, that, is that like when they were going to cast that guy as he? <laughs> was that guy? Oh, fucking Noah. Yeah, yeah. It was like I'm looking at him. I'm thinking you could get him on so many roids it wouldn't be funny, and it still wouldn't be good enough. For yeah, him. like He Man's supposed to be a huge big weapon. You know, that's not the guy. Right? I mean. I had never seen that bloke in anything when they every every time I saw a casting rumour, Noah Centennial's up for the role. I'm oh, like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, he was I don't even know who he is. He was in some shit Netflix movies. Okay, well, that's, yeah, well, that's he, probably he, backing he, up my he argument. He propped up in fucking Black Adam and you yeah. said he was a waste of fucking space. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, clearly this guy's career is not exactly well, fucking... To his credit, it wasn't so much his fault as the... the, the that character it was just a waste, but yeah, anyway. but yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I reckon it would be something like the latest Superman casting, where it's sort of yeah, just someone we've never heard of. <laughs> well, you know, someone that's in good movies. <laughs> <laughs> but Harrison Ford wasn't exactly. Oh well, he was in Star Wars, but you know, he was he's one of these blokes who kind of flopped around and, and got roles that other people turned down. Yeah, you know, like The Fugitive and stuff like Tom that. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck didn't turn it down. <laughs> but you know what? Imagine India selling as Indy. Selling as Indy. I would have gone for it. Fuck it, I would have. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. He's, He's got a, a lip weasel. Like He's got a lip weasel for fucking days. Can we DH Tom Atkins as Indy? 
hell. If anyone could pull it off, it's T.A. Clint Eastwood, who would be an <laughs> Eastwood, he would have been all right. He could play it still. Yeah. He's still <laughs> well, well, I mean, currently, he'd faster than Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> he, had a, he had a foot race between those two. Eastwood's got him. Uh, <laughs> well, Eastwood's got more acceleration oh, out of the must have. Although Harrison, yeah, Harrison starts strong, but then <laughs> he goes into a cliff young shuffle after about fucking 20 minutes. Well, Eastwood's still got a medium sort of lung. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not. He strides. He gets strided. <laughs> All right, that was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podomatic, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next movie. But until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.